This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 39, How Not to Be Awkward in English. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, where you'll finally get real native English conversation and fluency for business and life. We believe in connection, not perfection, when it comes to learning English. Now, here are your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. Do you feel awkward when you start a conversation in English? Today, Lindsay and Aubrey give you one simple tip for how you can start the conversation and smoothly build a connection in English. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Lindsay, are you a little bit awkward sometimes in conversation? Oh, of course I am. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm actually kind of self-conscious sometimes. You know, I sometimes I feel like, what should I say? How can I, I don't know, just sort of a little uncomfortable at times. Well, it depends on the other the right person thing. too, right? I guarantee mm. that with some people, you're comfortable, everything's natural. And then yes. depending on the other person and sort of their cues or the way they are, sometimes it does yeah. get a little awkward. You don't know what to say next. You're right. Sometimes that person is actually uncomfortable and awkward. Therefore, you feel uncomfortable yes. and awkward, but it's not you, it's them. Right. <laughs> It's not you, it's me. Yeah, it's not me, it's you. <laughs> exactly. Um, so today, guys, in today's episode, what do we have for our listeners, Aubrey? Yeah, so we're going to give you guys a cultural tip for conversational English. Mm-hmm. And here it is, is if someone asks how you're doing, mm-hmm. you can just say, you know, I'm doing well, I'm doing great, okay. And if you don't know this person well, maybe it, there's a tendency for a little bit of awkwardness. You can always talk about the weather. It's never <laughs> weird. People talk, natives talk about the weather all the time. Yeah. And I know this is so common. I mean, we kind of laughed about this when we thought, you know, is this what we want to teach our listeners today? But the truth is, I do this all the time. I mean, I've had numerous conversations um, with companies this week, and the, the the conversation has started off about the weather. So we actually do it. <laughs> we do it. We, we really do it all do. the time over on the IELTS Energy Podcast. I know Jessica and I often are mentioning yeah. how hot it is in, yes. you know, Portland or Arizona. It just comes up all the time. Conversations with friends, conversations conversations at work. Mm-hmm. It's just something people talk about a lot. It's ever present and you know you have that in common. There I might know. be a lot of things you don't know what you have common ground on, the current weather you have in common. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. And I know this is also really common in British English. Um because you know there's some rainy weather there and I I've just heard that that's something they tend to do in British English as well as American English, Australian English. I'm not sure. You'll have to ask mm. an Aussie, right? Uh-huh. Um but so I mean, let's give our listeners a couple of examples then Aubrey. Let's improvise here a little bit. Guys, today's episode is totally spontaneous. I mean, this is not pre-planned for you. We're giving you real 
real English. Yes. Um, and I think there you could still be kind of awkward about this if you, you're like, I'm doing well. What do you think about the weather? <laughs> Just something uh, strange. But there are native phrases mm-hmm. that lead into it supernaturally. So we're going to share those with you guys today so that mm-hmm. you know how to lead into chatting about the weather. Yeah. And I think a really good, and we, we're we going to talk about this verb to get, right, Aubrey, a little bit here. I think this is a great one to lean on because you're talking about in the passive form. You can ask the person a question. Do you think we're going to get rain later? Yes, right? exactly. Or talk about the current situation by saying, can you believe all this heat we're getting? getting. Or can you believe all this snow we're getting? Do you think right. we're going to get more snow tomorrow? I'm done. <laughs> or, for example, I was on a call with someone in New York today, and I sa- I could say, oh, did you get that same heat wave that we got here in Colorado or in Boston, for example, right? Yes. Asking about weather patterns. I know here in the, in the Mountain West, we got a lot of the um, there were wildfires in the Pacific Northwest, right? And they kind of traveled, the air traveled across the country. So I could say, are you getting this bad air from the Pacific Northwest? Um, so yeah, it could go exactly. beyond just the weather. It could be air quality. It could be lots of things. And again, it seems cheesy, but it's so common. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, You don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. It's so common. It's very natural. You guys, if you haven't noticed it before, you're going to start noticing it now. It's one of those things, once you name it, you see it everywhere. If you're eavesdropping on someone's conversation, you're going to hear them talk about the weather. <laughs> yeah, right. And we've, we've made that suggestion to eavesdrop as a, as a strategy in a, in a last episode before, in a past episode, right? Right, Aubrey? Yes, exactly. Uh, it's a good strategy. So, all right. So here's my question to you as a native speaker, Aubrey. Now, how long do you expect the weather dance to go with the person? And obviously, you're not going to sit there and talk about the weather for half an hour. At what point is it okay to transition into the business at hand? Yeah, I think, you know, two or three sentences at the most, you're going to ask them something, right? You always want to to be asking them what they think about something. Don't just talk about the weather you where you are, right? So you could say, Mm -hmm. man, can you believe this rain we're getting? And then they will respond, right? Something interesting about the rain where they are. Maybe they'll ask you a question. And then after a couple of sentences, you can transition into, especially if you're in a meeting and time is money, right? Yeah. But even oh, if yeah. you're chatting with a friend, right, you can move on pretty quickly to talk about mm-hmm. something else. 
Yeah. And there's always, I think we should do an episode about this someday, Aubrey. There's always a very predictable pause, especially in the business context when you're working with a coworker, maybe where you're, you're both ready to move into the point mm. of the meeting, right? You're talking. And I, I just, I think this is probably different across cultures. What do you think, Aubrey? You know, the way this works. Yeah. This I'm sure this is different me. across cultures, yeah. but yeah, for in the United States, for sure, you'll have, there's a little bit of small talk, a little bit of chit chat. And then what happens is instead of asking a follow up question, Mm-hmm. someone might just pause. There's just this tiniest bit of silence and you can recognize that as your cue to jump right into the matter at hand. Exactly. I love it. And in American English, we do speak in, I guess, kind of a linear way, right? It's a personality thing too, but culturally, you know, we want to get to that. As Aubrey said, time is money. In business, we want to get to the point quickly. So make sure you look for those cues from the person. If you're in the business world, right, as many of you guys are, you got to be ready to go into it when you're, the person is ready. Okay. Yes. Don't delay. <laughs> exactly. Right. There's nothing more awkward than, you know, they, they don't ask you a follow-up question about the weather. They kind of pause expecting you to go into, okay, let's talk about the agenda. And you continue talking about the weather or something, and it's just going on a little too long. This this is where it's problematic, right? You really need to practice this, pay attention to how others do it so that you can very natively and naturally transition into, you know, what you need to be talking about. Exactly. I mean, that's what we love to focus on in this show, Aubrey, is how to help you guys connect at that higher level of English. You have vocabulary. You're good to go. You have the basics of English. But now, how do you build the connections and the relationships by reading between the lines, right? Reading, what does this person really want to talk about now at this point? What do I say? That's the key. Yes, read their social cues. Yes, pay Mm -hmm. attention to their body language, what their face is doing. You're going to Mm -hmm. feel it. You're going to feel that shift to now we're ready to talk about business. I love it. I love it. It's all about how you how you build those relationships in business. And before we finish up today, I want to make sure our listeners know we have another podcast. What's it called, Aubrey? And why should our listeners go check it out? Yes, IELTS Energy. Jessica and I are over there with guests, students who have gotten the scores they need on IELTS. It's very motivating and exciting. If yeah. you are studying for the IELTS exam, make sure you're subscribed to IELTS Energy for all the strategies and tips and vocabulary you need to get a seven or higher on IELTS. Exactly. I mean, IELTS is all about our future, right? It's all about immigrating, going abroad, bringing our families abroad. It's about our our dreams. I mean, I see IELTS as a gateway to our dreams. Exactly, right? It's just mm -hmm. like one step for the rest of your life to to reach those goals. And it's it can get derailed right if you get mm-hmm. discouraged or 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 losing motivation if that's mm-hmm. happening to you come check out the IELTS energy podcast cuz it's very positive we're keeping listeners students engaged so that you can do the study and be excited about it and get yeah. the score you need I love it. So good. And guys, in the next episode of All Ears English, we're going to talk about how you can take on an entrepreneurial mindset when it comes to learning English. So let's see what that means. All right. All right. Let's go into it. All right. I'll see you there. Hey, bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, Follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. 
Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. <laughs>